0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Trade Show Radio.
1: Welcome to this week's episode of Trade Show Radio. I'm your host, Michael Lauer, and we have with us calling from Arlington, Virginia, the Vice President of Events and Education at American Composites Manufacturers Association, Ms. Heather Roderick. How are you doing, Heather?
0: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
1: Well, well, I'm doing very well. We're glad we could get you calling in. I know we had a little bit of a problem in the beginning there, but happy to have that behind us and and moving forward with you today. So, Heather, uh, before we get into CAMX, tell us a little bit about ACMA uh, for the folks at home, please.
0: Sure. ACMA is a trade association based in Arlington, Virginia. It is the American Composites Manufacturers Association. And we represent the composites industry in the U.S. We have about 550 member companies. And we focus on advocacy and legislative affairs, market development and growth, and education.
1: And uh, CAMEX, is is this one of the things you guys do to help serve uh, the people who are members?
0: CAMEX is. CAMEX is the Composites Advanced Materials Expo. It's actually a new conference and trade show that we are putting on this year with another organization, Sampi, which is the Society for the Advancement of Material and Process Engineering. And CAMEX obviously is a trade show, and it also has a strong education component as well.
1: So why did you and how did you guys decide to go ahead and start doing a brand new trade show?
0: looked at um, a variety of different factors. Um, One, ACMA had a trade show in place called Composites for about 30 years, um, and SAMPI had also had a trade show in place for about 60 years. So we were really kind of coming out of the recession back in 2012 and had looked at a lot of different options. Um, Our members were definitely impacted by the recession. Many of them were manufacturing companies. And we we basically realized that we couldn't continue on doing business as normal, and we really needed to shake things up a little bit.
1: So what... We looked at a
0: variety of of things, as I mentioned. Um, A few of those were just what was going on in the industry um, in terms of some government mandates, opportunities that were out there in the industry just in terms of the materials and the different marketplaces that composites could be used in. And then we also looked at the other events that were taking place that were related to ours in some way. And what we decided was, looking at all of those things and taking all that into consideration, that it really didn't make sense for us to continue on ourselves by producing just a trade show for our membership and the composites industry. But what really made a lot of sense was to partner with some key groups, and produced a much larger event that was targeted for the entire industry and was much more all-inclusive.
1: So what, what's, what's some exciting things that are happening at CAMEX that people can look forward to about attending?
0: Uh, well, CAMEX is, is definitely um, a brand-new show, and it is definitely a show that I think both of our composites and ACMA past attendees and also the SAMPI attendees will find a lot different. One of the exciting things is is honestly just the size of the event. Um, it is more than double of either of our past two events, um, and that's exciting because for us that really demonstrates that this event was needed in the industry and is, is really providing a great opportunity for, you know, all of the attendees and all the exhibitors that are out there to come to one place at one time and, and network and learn about the industry and and make those business connections and deals. Um, You know, instead of having to go to two to three different events around the country, they can go to to one event, obviously CAMEX, and, um, you know, get all of their business done. So I think that's probably one of the the more exciting things for the industry. Um, We also have a lot of product displays and demonstrations that are taking place. And again, this is kind of unique as well. Um, some of our demonstrations are, are actually manufacturing processes taking place on the show floor, which is something that people don't get to see very often. Um, we have a few of those going on, and we also have some, some cool product displays that will be in place. Um, we, we are looking forward to having some composite cars and automotive displays that demonstrate and you know really provide some, some nice innovative examples of composites are used in the automotive industry, um, also along the same lines, how composites are used in the aerospace industry, um, and how composites are used in the sporting goods industry as well. So a lot of those product displays and a lot of those demonstrations are, are certainly a new and exciting thing. Um, and then finally, our education program is very robust. We have over 300 different sessions, um, around 600 different speakers. All of which are experts in their topics and fields that they'll be speaking on, um, and again, that's just something that you can't find anywhere else um, in the world, really. That you right. know, grouping of of expertise in one place at one time.
1: Sure. So you mentioned earlier that this is that Camx is being put on by not one, not just you guys, but another association as well. That sounds kind of like a logistical nightmare. How'd you guys uh, start it and, and, and go through with with uh, with that?
0: <laughs> um, it, it, it definitely I'm not sure if it's a logistical nightmare, but it' definitely presented some challenges for us. Um, we certainly looked at you know obviously the first the first question we had was once we decided to hold this event is, is where it would be and when it would be. Um, and that was a bit of a challenge. Our board decided to put this event in place about a year and a half ago which as you probably know, if we're an event this size, we have over 355,000 exhibit hall space and, and like I said, you know, 18 or 19 concurrent sessions. It takes up a pretty big footprint and there's not that many places in, in the US that, that could hold us. So that was really one of our first challenges was finding space. Um, luckily, we were able to find some space in Orlando this year in October, the 13th through the 16th, so we'll be down there then. Um, but again, that, that was one of our first challenges. And then after that, we really started looking at responsibilities between the two organizations and, you know, what organization would be taking the lead on what um, aspects of the of the trade show and which organization would be taking the lead on, on other aspects. Luckily, I think we have a really good partner with SAMPI. Um, our cultures really mesh well, and we've been able to... You know, focus on a lot of the logistics. Um, I think pretty well. We haven't we haven't had too many challenges so far, so we're excited about that. And and I think once attendees and exhibitors get there, they'll definitely see that you know it's a very well put together event, and that they will be happy with the result of this of this new event produced by both ACMA and Sampy
1: So um, you designed this from the ground up, right? This whole event we did. So what are some things that you put in place to give attendees some some added value, but also not sacrifice, you know, exhibitor value?
0: Sure. We, um, like I said, we we designed it from the ground up. Um, We did base it on our past event and the Sampi past events, um, but we didn't want it to be just a a co-location of those two events. We really wanted it to be a a brand new event. So uh, you know, One of the other first things that we did once we had a place to have this event was we needed to come up with a name, and that was something that was very important to us. Um, we took a fair amount of time coming up with a name. After that, we, we needed to come up with really what was you know, kind of the, the essence of this event and, and what, we're, what do we really want to deliver to our attendees and to our exhibitors. And with that, we, we gave that a lot of thought, and we came up with kind of our tagline for the next few years, which is combined strength and unsurpassed innovation. And that we felt really embodied both, you know, this partnership that we have with, with Stampy, but also the creation of CAMEX, and, and obviously, too, what attendees and exhibitors would, would be finding once they got to this event. Yeah. So that really drove a lot of what we were looking at. Um, from there, we, we, we wanted to make sure that our attendees and exhibitors could find and could discover some exciting new industry developments. Certainly a lot going on in the industry right now. I think a lot of industries are certainly in that same place. So we wanted to make sure that we, we had a place where they could do that. We wanted to make sure, especially for our exhibitors, that they could grow their business opportunities. Um, we also wanted to make sure for our attendees that they could do that as well. Um, obviously, I think for any any conference, you want to make sure that you deliver the education so that the the attendees can increase their own skills and they can increase their own connections um, within the industry. And then finally, we really wanted to produce an event that would demonstrate to the companies and individuals that were there just really what the potential of the industry was and and how they could interact with the industry. Um, So those are really four main goals that we felt we wanted to do with this event um, kind of going off of that combined strength and unsurpassed innovation.
1: So how that, that's a, a lot of, uh, of runway, a year and a half, right? Did, did you start out yes. with it being that far out, or, or was it something that just kind of happened?
0: Well, we, we actually felt that that wasn't a long time to kind of put this event together. Um, we wished we, we had had a few more. Maybe, maybe another year would have been great. Um, But we did come up with a name pretty quickly, and and we focused on that. And and then really from then on out, it was just what are the different things that we're actually going to be putting in place at the event that's going going to deliver on that. Um, Right now we're about three months away from the event, and I think we have a lot of those in place. Um, We have, again, our our education program, uh, our exhibit hall, places for exhibitors and attendees to meet and get – Get business done, um, we have a lot of innovations and displays in the hall, um, and we also have, like I said, a lot of education we did uh, We did you know need to kind of pull ourselves back a couple of times. Um, it, you know we had a lot of ideas of what we wanted to put in place with this event, and because of the the time frame, we just realized that we couldn 't do it all in one year, so we did really make some conscious decisions to not put everything into this first year event and maybe hold off for, you know, year two or year three so we could keep building on the success, hopefully, of, of this year and, and previous years to come.
1: So anytime you, you change uh, a show or change the way you're, you're doing something, there tends to be some pushback. Uh, have you gotten any pushback from attendees or exhibitors? And if so, how did you resolve it?
0: That's a great question. Um, and we were, we were kind of expecting a little bit of pushback. We haven't gotten any yet, which I think we are—we are just, you know, pretty, you know, I think it's is pretty phenomenal, and we're obviously very pleased with. Um, part of that reason, I think, is is because this event is—it's the right time for an event like this in our industry. Um, another reason is, you know, while I just mentioned a, a lot of new things that were going to be at this event, we also made some really clear and conscious decisions to not lose the value of our past events and to make sure that for people that had come to those past events, that they still saw a lot of that value and a, a lot of those same things in this new event. Um, you know, we didn't want to scratch everything because some things were working, and the, for the things that were working, we, we definitely wanted to make sure that, that we kept those. Again, it, it, it will be an event that's, you know, more than twice as large as some of our attendees and core audiences were used to seeing. So we also were very conscious about not making sure that we put in place things to help them navigate that Um, and to also, as I said, let them recognize that a lot of the things that they liked about the past events were still in place. So So I think that has helped us, you know, not have a lot of pushback to this new event. We've we've really tried to bring people along and, and explain why we were doing this what was going to be the same and what was going to be different and what was going to be a lot better at this new event.
1: So there seems to be a lot of value for attendees uh, at this event. What are some things exhibitors can look forward to or should expect from CAMEX?
0: There's definitely a lot of value for attendees and, and definitely a lot of value for exhibitors as well. Um, probably on the exhibitor side, I think a few key things are the fact that this, the audience and the attendees that will be at this event will represent the whole entire and full industry spectrum. Um, that's something that's a little bit different. There hasn't been an event in our industry that has brought everybody together. You know, we've had some comments on the ACMA side at past events that you know it was great, but they wish they would have t- been able to talk to, you know, somebody in this industry or or somebody you know in in area A, B, or C. So this event will certainly give them that opportunity to do that. We also have a lot of tools that our exhibitors can use to help them reach out to those attendees and make those connections. Um, you know, as, as I'm sure that you're aware. You know we, we certainly, as show organizers, you know bring the attendees to the event, but we also need to help encourage our exhibitors to understand what their role is in that you know and how how to reach out to those attendees. so we provide a lot of tools for them to do that because if they they can make those right connections at the event, it will be a successful ex- a successful event for them and for us All right they have so to ever have a return on some that investment spending tools that exhibitors can use um, we have some. Obviously, some you know some key things like lead retrieval, we provide a lot of marketing information to our exhibitors as well, including you know, who's going to be at the event, the types of attendees that are going to be there, um, and we encourage them to reach out as much as they can to their customers and prospects and, and their list as well to let them know that they'll be there.
1: Are there still sponsorship opportunities available for people who would like to uh, get involved?
0: There are. Of course, we always have sponsorship opportunities available up until, you know, the show begins. Um, So we have a lot of those available. Um, We also have for exhibitors, um, you know, some some very kind of, you know, easy things to take advantage of that I think – A lot of shows don't offer, but we do have a few receptions that are open to exhibitors as well. Um, Our keynote is open to all exhibitors, and that, again, is just more opportunities for networking and interacting with the attendees that are going to be there. Um, Certainly a lot of, like you said, sponsorship opportunities, um, a lot of advertising opportunities.
1: I'm sure you guys are always looking for... New ways to get sponsors and, and ways to increase the value for ex- for exhibitors and sponsors. Um, are are things always coming? Ideas always coming up, and you implement, or do you always you know wait to do it next year, or you know you have a set number of sponsorship availabilities, and that's it? Or how does that usually work?
0: No, we definitely like to be flexible on that. Um, what we found works well with sponsorships, especially is you know, not necessarily providing a checklist of here's the 15 different options or the 30 different options that are available, but really working with somebody that is interesting and maybe promoting their brand a little bit more or has a new product to launch and and working with them to find out what are their goals at the event and, and what do they want to do to, you know, elevate their company name or elevate a product. And then we'll, we'll, work with them to put in place and to su- suggest some things that may work well for them. Um, it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all approach.
1: So how are some ways people can get involved with your association and with CAMEX? Is it too late to sign up, and where can they do it?
0: Sure. Um, we definitely are encouraging people to register, um, and also if people are still interested, we do have some exhibit space and sponsorships still available. Um, they can go to www.thecamx.org, and that's www.thecamx.org. That's our website, and you'll find registration information. You can view the floor plan. There's certainly some tools on there, too, as both attendees and exhibitors you can use to help navigate and select Kind of create your schedule, select the exhibitors that you would like to see, um, to make sure that you do, you know, make the most of your time once you are at the event.
1: Well, Heather, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on.
0: Well, thank you very much.
1: All right, I'm Michael Lauer, and we'll see you next time on
0: Trade Show Radio. Trade Show Radio is brought to you by Radio in My Booth. For more information, go to radioinmybooth.com.